0: Welcome to the Elder Law Growth Podcast. Nobody should pass away without a solid plan in place, and everyone should be able to age with dignity. That is why we are on a mission to help elder law and estate planning firms grow their practices online so that they can create a lasting legacy for families everywhere. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Elder Law Growth Podcast. As always, your host, Dan Hafner, here. Very excited and very thankful that you decided to join in again this week. Today's topic is this limited time. Start here. All right. So, what we are going to dive into today um, is what to do if you are. Limit on time, right? Like if you are stretched for time inside of your business, inside of your practice, um, this is actually a very, very common thing, especially lately. <laughs> um, but it always has been, right? When you build a business, when you are um, the CEO, the manager, uh, whatever you know the case might be, there's always a million different things to do, you know, including consultations with clients and actual paperwork and filing and managing your team and uh, doing marketing and in sales and and all this different stuff, right? So when it comes to figuring out what to do, like, okay, all right, we need to do something on social media. Like there, there's a million different things you can do or, hey, we need to update our website. Well, there's a bajillion things that you, you could do, right? So how do you cut through all of this noise and figure out just simple ways to like, what, what's just one thing I can do? Right, because when you could go out there and go down a rabbit hole, believe me, for all of these different, uh, you know, digital ways of, you know, well, I want to do video, or I want to do Facebook, I want to do my website, I want to do live streams, I want to do all of this different stuff, <clears throat> and there's no shortage of information and things to do out there, um, and this podcast might just be something else uh, that's out there for this. But you know, in terms of whether you're trying to repurpose your, you know, your online presence or upgrade it or delegate it to other people you have a new person that's that's come on you want them to handle your social media or do some different things with you what are some of the things that you can get them started on right so the first thing i'm going to talk about is a website okay we're going to talk about a website we're going to talk about what to do inside of facebook we're going to talk about video um, and then a little bit of blogs and newsletters as well so we're going to start with website right because this is this is where this is the online face of your firm of your business of your livelihood right so When it comes to, maybe you already have an upgraded website, maybe you don't have an upgraded website, whatever the case might be. Obviously, if your website looks like it was built back in the 90s, you need to upgrade that stuff and uh, (laughs) you need to figure out a way to go forward from there. That's just self-explanatory. But right, let's assume you have an upgraded, working website, it it was professionally built or you have it, you know, with uh, another host or whatever the case might be. Um, The first thing that I would highly, highly recommend, even if you are thinking about changing providers, is to get your website set up through WordPress. We've seen it time and time again, websites that are not hosted through or at least done through WordPress, just really don't perform as well. Like Google and the search engines of the world prefer wordpress they are just you know they're they're in together or whatever the case might be Um, so really you're almost, it's almost like you're penalized for not being on WordPress. Um, it's not that you, it's not that you can't have a functioning website that you can't have something that actually works. There's a whole bunch of different providers out there, but WordPress is the best. It's got the best speed. It's got the best features for, uh, building things. And then if you also want to bring in someone else to help do upgrades or build things, um, it's very, very intuitive, very, very simple. You can delegate that type of stuff out. So, um, the, the second things we're going to do, right. Is obviously like check your layout. Right. Check your story, check your layout of your site. Is it actually set up that's logical, that is that makes sense to people that come in and see you, whether they're in your community or they've never seen your website or whatever the case might be, right? So check your story, check your layout, just like your story we talked about in the last episode. Check your layout. If it doesn't make sense, if it's clunky, check it on a mobile browser. If it, if it just doesn't appear right, those are things you want to fix too. And then the other important thing on a website is thinking about and mapping out your call to actions, right? Where can people actually click to make um, progress on your site? Is it a big learn more button or call now button? Or is it a tiny little blue link that no one's ever going to notice, right? And is there only one on the page or is there more? Is it where the eyesight goes? Is it like there's a whole bunch of different things you can study inside of this. But the main thing to focus on is the call to actions, right? Are they? Visible? Do they stand out? Are they intuitive? And do they actually make sense inside of the 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 website that you have set up, right? So those are just a couple of things that you can start thinking about. Maybe check out on your own website of things you could easily change and upgrade that would really really help you very quickly. So the next thing I want to talk about is Facebook, right? So this is the the ultimate one. We get we get feedback on all the times like, well, there's so much to do on on social media. Like, where do I start? right? And I think a lot of firms really just need to start with posting stuff. Like it really comes down to just being that simple, right? When when we take a look at new firms or, or people that we haven't worked with, one of the very, very common themes we see happening all the time is they just don't post. And there's, you know, the last post is from pre-COVID times or it's from 2018. You know, that's like it or not, like people are going to look you up on Facebook. And if you don't have updated posts even if they're just silly posts right or holiday posts or or whatever the case might be it's very easy for people to just kind of assume that you're out of business or not really up on the social media game and and there's a whole strategy that goes into what to post when to post and how to post it but ultimately if you're not posting it all on your facebook page like That's the easiest place to start. (laughs) It really, really is. So if you already are posting regularly, whether it's one, two, three, four times a week, whatever the case might be, making sure that your information is updated, right? The latest phone numbers, the latest address, uh, the latest personnel, getting as many reviews as you can, making sure all of the links, everything is there. It's professional. it's, It's up to date. It's because um, a lot of times people forget when they when they change a website or they change a link on their website to, to change it on their social media. So people are clicking things on their social media and they're going to an old page or they're going to an old asset, something that you don't want to give away or sell anymore. And it just, it doesn't work, right? So literally going through and just making sure, like with a fine tooth comb on your Facebook page, that everything's up to date, everything's up to snuff, it's all good to go. And then it just comes down to being consistent. Now there's a whole bunch of other tools out there like Hootsuite and post to plan and like all these different things out there that you can look up and I'll have resources for those in the show notes that, you know, can have posts scheduled for you. So if you are a solo attorney and you don't really have the time to do this, it can be outsourced and there's a whole bunch of different things that can be done. Um, But ultimately, you got to figure out a way to post regularly. Okay, so now we're going to talk about video. Right? So what are, what are some quick things that you can do if you want to get into the video game? You're like, hey, we, we need to do some video. We need to have some video assets, do some video marketing, what are the, whatever the case might be. right? So one of the quickest ways to do this is to actually do stories on Facebook. Now, if you're raising your eyebrows at me, I can, I can feel it through the microphone here. There are a couple of clients that we have that have really empl- learned to employ Facebook stories, and they do it very, very effectively. And it's very simple. If you know how to use the Facebook stories or Instagram stories or whatever the case might be, those actually get rewarded. Those get views and those generate buzz. So even just making a very simple story, uh, whether it's a quick video, they they only can be five, 10 seconds, something like that. That's a very quick way to show up uh, at the very, very top of the newsfeed, you know, for your clients or your potential customers, and get more organic reach on Facebook. Um, so now, if you want to do something like YouTube videos, you want to kind of go that route when it comes to video marketing. A lot of a lot of lawyers kind of are, are hesitant to do YouTube, and and I really hate to see that because YouTube is like free SEO, right? Like when we'll we'll talk about blogging here in a minute, but. YouTube is something, it's, it's almost like a gift to anyone doing business, right? Because you can record a video, post it on YouTube, and it lives there forever. Now, this can be a bad thing, obviously, as we see in how in this day and age, how that can be a bad thing. But in terms of business and making professionally sourced videos this is a gift because whenever somebody's searching for those types of things and YouTube has algorithms, YouTube is owned by Google, right? It's the second biggest large or second largest search engine in the entire world. So having a presence on YouTube can really help drive your Google SEO as well. And it can help you rank in your area uh, without really even knowing it. Like it, it can really actually pay dividends. So, You know, when it comes to YouTube videos, a lot of people stress about it needs to be perfect. I need to be dressed up. I need to be in my suit. I need to, you know, have all these like the nice green screen background, all this different stuff. Like I'm telling you, like, that's great. You can do that. It's fine. But it doesn't need to happen that way. People relate more to the type of selfie videos, right? The type of, hey, I just got out of my car or I'm in my car or I'm just walking around my office uh, holding my phone up right those types of videos actually believe it or not can have a better view rate can have more of a connection with your actual potential clients than a nice tv professionally looking video and and the cool thing about is once you have these videos they can be repurposed you can post them on facebook you can post them on youtube you can post them on linkedin you can post them wherever right so you only have to do the video actually once And whether it takes you five minutes or it takes you five hours, I know this is based on like not having a whole lot of time, right? But videos can be repurposed and all of the platforms out there are really, really rewarding and they will continue to reward videos. So YouTube is actually a great, great resource. You can set up a channel for free. We we can actually help you with that if you want help with that. Um, it's, It's a great, great asset. If you're not using it, you should be, right? So... The two things we're gonna um, kind of combine here at the end. Well, I'm I'm gonna do them kind of separately, but but together as well is uh, blogging and newsletters, right? So, hey, you want to start a blog? You want to you know start doing some SEO, get some things out there. What are what are some quick things you can do to just get a blog going, right? So there's there's a whole bunch of information out there on this one as well, but even just committing to writing a post once a month just something once a month that's 12 times a year that's pretty doable now you're you're not a creative writer right you might not be the most creative writer or the the person that can actually put the the right type of content inside of an online article and that's that's great because that there's a lot of resources out there you can hire this out to have people do these for you, right? And what I do, what I what I encourage our clients to do as well is actually just go onto Google, right? Just pull up a browser in Google, search something on your own and brainstorm ideas of what to write about. Just search for elder law articles or how do I set up an estate plan and see what some of the top links come up with. And then you can read those and you can see what they are and see the titles and you can start for a better lack of, of a term, we call it hacking, right? You start to figure out, okay, this firm posted about these five tips to estate planning or these three things to do with your Medicare or whatever the case might be. And then you can actually see how you can improve upon that article. You can make it longer. You can make it more, you know, content rich. Instead of the three tips, you can make it the seven tips, right? And that is just naturally going to help boost that uh, visibility of the article of that actual blog post. So again, once it comes to writing this and getting this done, obviously blogs can be a very, very big time suck. So I highly encourage you to, to seek someone out, to seek out like a way to hire this out or to have at least someone give you some feedback on something, but just committing to once a month, blog posts can really pay huge dividends and especially if you have your site on WordPress cuz they're they're rewarded even more and you can tie these in with YouTube and there's ways that you can repurpose this content as well it, it really makes helps you consolidate your time okay so then finally we're going to talk about a newsletter so if you don't have a newsletter or if you do have a newsletter you know you can take this with a grain of salt but some people prefer the weekly newsletter some people prefer a quarterly newsletter we've had clients that do kind of all mixes and matches of this some do it every two weeks or a monthly one whatever the case is whatever you do for your newsletter if you already are doing one just be consistent with it that's the only thing you have to worry about be consistent if you publish it every tuesday at 11 a.m publish it every tuesday at 11 a.m without fail the more consistent you can be, people, it's almost like Pavlov's dogs, right? When you think about it that way, people become trained to know that that's what they're going to expect from you. And if you think you're publishing too much, you know, in a, in a weekly newsletter, I promise you, you're not. I actually encourage that, you know, as a, as an, as a weekly strategy, even if you do once a month, a bigger one or a, you know, a better one, more content rich one, but even just having a, a consistent newsletter and always giving a call to action in that you're right giving links to your website or links to your or putting your phone number out there over and over again or links to a blog post or links to your new latest YouTube video or your Facebook video or whatever the case might be always having calls to action inside of that newsletter is key because you don't just want to give somebody you know a piece of content every week that they've just learned like this is just regurgitated information about something that has nothing to do with me. Right. So consistently giving people something to do after they've consumed your content is a very, very big key, especially in the digital space. Right. And that way you can also, if you integrate with any of the newsletter software out there, such as like MailChimp or Constant Contact, whatever the case might be, you can have, Statistics of how many people open, how many people receive it, how many people click it. And then you can get insights into who your quote unquote hottest p- potential clients could be or your most likely people. If you were to give a call or you receive a call from them, you know that they're actually looking for your service and you could potentially make them a client in the near future. Right. So those are just um, some quick hits of the top five things that we talked about here. Talked about websites, Facebook. The video game, not literally a video game, um, the, the, the game of making videos online, blogs and newsletters. So these are just some quick hitters, you know, just general ideas of things to think about, things to actually take action on um, when it comes to if you are doing any of these or you're even if you're not doing any of these and you want to incorporate these, they all can seem like once you stack them on top of each other, oh, I do a monthly blog, I do a weekly video, I do a weekly newsletter. It can be a lot. Like it really, really can be a lot. So, you know, if you would want any kind of help with this, obviously we could point you in that right direction. You can head to our website here in the show notes and we could definitely point you in a, in a way of of hiring these things out or figuring out if it's actually going to benefit you or if it's something that you as an elder law and estate planning attorney can use to capitalize on um, because it might not be worth your time. It might not be worth doing. And you only want to do the things that are actually going to help move your business in your presence forward. So nobody can do everything, but whatever you do, you got to do consistently and you got to do well. Okay. So that is all we have for you. Um, as always, you can head over to bandbase.net or elderloggrowthpodcast.com for more information. And as always, please share the show, continue to tune in and we'll talk to you all next week.